hello, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome in to the Buddhist Biohacker YouTube channel. My name is Lisa. I am your host of this channel and your mystic guide in this wild world that we live in. And I am so excited because we are launching a brand new um, collaboration and monthly feature with Kristen from Noble One. Welcome in, Kristen. Hey, so your intro is amazing. I had chills. <laughs> Thank you. It's That's fun, cool. isn't it? Yeah, I, I love stuff like that. I love, yeah, really, really good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I made it myself and my husband did the music and it was super fun. And I actually have some updating to do on it this weekend because we have our feature and some other new ones. Um, so we'll get it all updated. But yeah, it makes you ready. I'm like always ready to go. Yeah, great. I love that. <sighs> well, Kristen and I have known each other for a little bit of time, but we definitely are very passionate about what we're going to talk about today and really excited to begin this journey together. And I think let's start, like, where do you want to start? Do you want to start like just sharing what is Noble One? What are we doing? Let's yeah. start there. Yeah, I mean, Noble One, so this is a great topic because um, like this is the first time I feel like I have a platform where I can really talk about like spirituality and awakening and consciousness and, um, because that's how Noble One was born. Like I wouldn't be where I am today if I hadn't gone through my own great awakening, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, um, you know, just the long story short is back in like 2017, I, I went through three events that happened in a really short period of time. Um, I was going through a divorce, my brother passed away and I lost a job. And that happened like in, like within a three month period. So it was like the rug of my, anything I knew that was stable was pulled out from under me. And so um, I just, it took, I, I actually laid in bed for like three months, just trying to figure out what had just happened. Like it was like a nervous system shutdown, right? Yeah. But at the same time, um, something was changing in me. Something felt like, um, I don't know. I mean, I always had faith. Like I, I grew up in a Christian home. So I always had this um, trust in God and a higher power and um, Jesus. I always say like Jesus is the shizness, but I felt this presence that was like, because I actually had like suicidal ideation at that time. I mean, I was so depressed, but at the same time, I felt this like light around me, this like hope, this like almost like this message, just you'll get through this and it will be amazing on the other side. And so I hung on, but when I started to kind of get my bearings back, I felt so different. I felt like, um, uh, just like things were changing. Like, why don't I want the same job anymore? Why are my friends not resonating? Why don't I want to be? So it was like this massive shift in my consciousness almost, but like my body, hadn't caught up to it yet. So I went to, interestingly, a psychic medium to, to honestly to be like, what's going on with me? I don't know what's happening in my life. And she said two words or two things. And that's all I needed. She said, you're going through your spiritual awakening and you're in your dark night of the soul. And I'm like, what's a dark night of the soul? Like that sounds terrible. And so I went home and I Googled both of those things and it was mind blowing. Like the symptoms, 
And so I realized like it's just this con this consciousness. And so for me, it was very abrupt. But from there, um, now I start going through my healing journey and everything. I started to get all these little imprints and it was really around mental health because I'd spent my um, late, like from my 20s up until, you know, just a few years ago, battling this depression on and off. And so it really became around how do I, because I had to start healing like my trauma and all the things that I was running from. And I realized that had I known some of these things about just how to process emotions, how to feel, how to understand that I'm just a really sensitive person. And like, I have kind of these intuitive gifts that I always had, but I was running from them. Mm -hmm. It felt uncomfortable. And so um, that's when I started to realize like, oh my gosh, if I knew the things that I learned quickly, because I started diving down the rabbit holes and I could teach this to kids, what an impact it could have and really, really help people um, on their path. So, you know, that's how Noble One kind of started brewing in my head. It took me a few years to finally step away from all the things that you're told, right? Like you're only, you know, successful if you're married with the house and the white picket fence and the golden retrievers and the jobs. And I had all that mm -hmm. slowly being pulled away from me or pulled out from under me. And I was just meant to do something different. So this feels like, I mean, I feel like everything I went through was to be here to do exactly what I'm doing. And I just, I'm, I'm just want to help as many kids as I can and be that voice of reason for them, for parents, for anybody trying to understand that path. So well, right. I'm glad you're here. And I do want to share everybody who's um, joining us in the live right now. And hi, Jackie, I miss you. I hope you're doing well. I see you out there. Um, for everybody who's joining in the live, um, a couple things. One, if you have teens, I would say ages 10 to 20, like whoever that is, if, if, if they're having paranormal experiences, spiritual experiences, struggling with depression, or just curious, like go grab them in the other room and bring them in here to watch us right now because that's what we're here to do. But if you're a parent who's struggling with that or struggling supporting your teen, you know, come on in also. And for those of you who are already watching, um, I would love to hear, do you have kids? Are they struggling with something? What are they struggling with? Because that's a lot of what we're doing. And um, to give context of where I come from with this, um, you know, I'm a medium and I've been working with people doing readings for years and years and years. And one of the things that I've noticed all these years is one of the patterns, there's few, but one of the patterns with my clients is I have a lot of, of moms who come to me for readings and whether it's the first time I see them or it's the 10th time, all of a sudden they're like, so <laughs> my kid is experiencing these things or my kid's feeling depressed or they're having these experiences mm -hmm. or they're feeling everyone's feelings. They're empathic. They're psychic. They're seeing people who have passed away. Like, what do I do for them? And so all these years, it's like, well, what do I do, right? There's already people who've written books. There's already people who are teaching teens. There's all those things out there. And so for me, I really wasn't clear on how I wanted to support the kids who are having these experiences. And then, Kristen, it was really our conversation during the November awakening that really, it was like, it clicked for me is really just, I want to just support you guys. Like, 
I had the beautiful gift of having a psychic mom. Yeah. I could say to my mom, mom, there's like this guy walking around the living room. She'd be like, yeah, I see him too. Like we shared experiences and we were able to talk about it. So I was never afraid. And what a gift, right? I'm sure I chose that, right? I wanted to have openness. And not everybody has that. And a lot of you guys who are parents do believe in all this stuff, but maybe you don't know what to say either. And so I really think this is such a great time to just open up conversation of like, what are you feeling? Because there's a whole lot of stuff that took me years and years to learn about how to manage my energy, how to deal with what I was seeing and feeling. And I just don't want you guys to feel that way. Like, I don't want you guys to go through what I went through. And I know you feel the same way, Kristen. Yeah. I mean, just even the word energy, right? Like we never, I, I feel like now I always, that's like, I'm the one walking around going, Oh, like, can you feel the energy here? The energy is good here. The energy is bad here. I never used to talk like that because I wasn't aware of that. I never talked in terms of my intuition, my energy, how I felt in my body, let alone just, you know, feelings like people are how are you i'm good i'm fine well those aren't really feelings right mm -hmm. so it's the connection it's the mind body spirit connection and what kids need to know is that it is all interrelated and a lot of times what you just said was the manifestation of depression anxiety um you know those are primary but even attention deficit these are all, I think there's a huge link to our spirituality there. I really do because you are, we're actually supposed to navigate the world by the, our intuition and the way that we feel, but we're so busy from the time we're born trying all these things, being in the education system, playing like we're busy, busy, busy that kids aren't even in touch really with their, um, the sensitive side of them, their soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, so I feel like, I mean, some of the, just the very basics, like the things that I learned, because I didn't have, like you just said, you had a mom and you, you this was, you're, you were aware of your gifts very early on. So when I went home and Googled like spiritual awakening and it's like, you know, your, your consciousness has changed and, and it said things will start resonating with you, your friends won't maybe um, be the same anymore, like your job, your relationships. And I'm, and so in my mind, I'm like, well, is anyone else, is this happening to anyone else? Like, is anyone else going through this? And then I started to think about my kids. I'm like, cause then I started to learn about the shift from 3d to 5d mm -hmm. and that's a whole other thing. And I'm like, well, what do you mean I'm going to 5d? Is, any, is anyone coming with me? Like, are my kids coming? So like, let's talk about some of that stuff, right? Like even the basics, we're seeing numbers, mm -hmm. these signs, like everyone's going through this shift right now. And there's all these like, um, I don't know, it's crazy. Do you feel like people gravitate towards you and you kind of start to, you can see that they're starting that process, that journey? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I think for me, I'm I'm a change agent. And I don't say that very often, but that's definitely what I am. I'm a change agent. So, you know, when people find me, it's usually right in the middle of what you're talking about. Someone yeah. died, 
they've lost their job, they're going through divorce, something massive is usually happening when, when folks come to see me. It's very rare that I have somebody come I mean, who goes to see a psychic when everything's good anyways? I mean, that's probably not a, not a thing. But usually, I definitely don't get get clients or or people who come to see me who are fine or just want to know about work or something. They're usually in some kind of big yeah. change and shift. And Jackie's sharing, and I'm so glad you did, Jackie, because Jackie has a really gifted 15-year-old. And so um, I'm glad she shared this. She said her 15-year-old daughter and her both struggle with depression. Could mm. we be feeding off of each other? What a great question. If, she, if I'm sad, she's sad. Um, she can also see spirits. So that's, that's a great question because I think you can feed off each other. I think if you're feeling each other's energy, what do you think, Kristen? Yeah, 100% because they already have the soul bond right as as mother daughter so they're already interconnected that way you know through bloodline so yeah i think that we have to be careful even with family members about you know you can set um like an intentional energetic boundary almost around you and you just have to be really careful of of your energy and you know my kids like they did eventually go through their awakening process. And so, you know, it wasn't just crazy mom talking about all this spiritual stuff. Obviously, I feel like, you know, we, we were meant to kind of go through it together, me first and then them to follow. But now I can say things to them like, like if, like, you know, you can almost feel when somebody needs you, but you've got to check your energy first because if your jelly bean jar is not full, then it, it, it will like automatically, they're gonna suck from you and you can feel it energetically afterwards. They'll leave and they'll be, and I notice this all the time, like my sons would come in and there would be an issue or something they were struggling with. I wouldn't be ready for it. We would have the conversation and then all of a sudden I'm like exhausted and they're like, oh, thanks mom, I'm out of here and they feel better. Mm -hmm. Honestly, if you're not conscious of it, it will suck your energy and you will just keep having that exchange. So yeah, I think that that's, you just have to be aware before you like interact in conversations that you know are going to be heavy, kind of check yourself first. I think that's important. Well, and I think on the flip side of that too, don't forget that you can feed off of each other in a really positive way. Yes. If you as mom, you know, and I know Jackie, she's a wonderful part of our community. Um, you know, if, if you're learning cards, Jackie, and you're connecting and meditating and connecting with your energy field and understanding that those are things that you can do to help uplift her too, you know, because you may be feeding off of each other when you struggle with depression, but you can also feed off of each other when you're lifting yourself out of it. So don't forget the power in being able to uplift her. And um, Jackie has another question. She says, how do I help her set an energetic boundary so she doesn't take in others' emotions? And man, that's a great question because here's the thing is, and I share this story quite often because it was one of those like awakening moments for me. I was 21. I went to the movies with my sister and I was super agitated. Like I got very anxious. I was uncomfortable. I couldn't focus on the movie. I felt emotional and it was very confusing because at 21, I mean, I was pretty, 
I would say at that point, I was pretty naive to the world and I knew I had gifts, but I never would have said, oh, I have gifts. I didn't know any of that. It was very much like a thing that was over here. And when the movie was finished, I told my sister when the movie was finished, I'm like, I am so anxious and uncomfortable and emotional. Like, and it wasn't the movie, like something's going on. I knew enough about my intuition. I was like, maybe something's wrong. Like something's not right. I went into the bathroom to pee <laughs> and this girl was in the bathroom. Another young girl, probably same age as me, 21, just crying about her boyfriend. She was upset. And I recognized her and she had been sitting by me in the movie theater. And it was that moment of awakening. And I get chills right now because that was the moment where I was like, oh my God, I was feeling this girl. It had nothing to do with me. And man, it took till I was 21. And so I love when you ask about an energetic boundary, and this is great because kids and teens, at whatever age they are, they're so visual. There's, it's so easy to create things and, and imagine things. I love the gauge. You, you imagine a gauge. And for some reason, I see a submarine gauge. I've never been in a submarine. I don't know why, but I do. I see a submarine gauge. But you just ask her to create in her mind, what's a gauge that goes from zero to 100? You know, maybe it's something she saw in a car. Or maybe she makes it up completely. And whenever you're feeling an emotion that feels uncomfortable, you just ask the gauge, how much of this is mine? When your clairvoyance will tell you, it's a really easy psychic tool. Your clairvoyance, maybe it's 80% is yours and you're like, ooh, I need to deal with my stuff. But maybe it's 10% or maybe it's none. And that's a great way. It's not the boundary itself, but it's a really great way, especially with kids and teens, um, to kind of play with like what's really going on here. And it's great for adults too. I still use it to this day because if I start to feel something, I might... For me now, it might be global. So I have to ask my gauge, like, is this me? Is this not me? And then you can start to look at the energy from there. So that's a little trick that I like um, to help her at least begin to recognize that it's separate because the boundary can come up naturally when you start to awaken to the fact that the, that's actually not your energy. It immediately like releases it when it comes into your conscious. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that that is, uh, it's practice like anything else. And it is, again, this is awareness of how you are as an energetic being in the world. And some people, I'm just, I didn't even realize how sensitive I was until I started learning it. And now I can almost, like, I, I'm, I've been looking for a different rental property. And I went into this place and I walked in. And within 20 seconds, I had to turn around and walk back out because mm -hmm. I knew something was in there energetically that felt it like my whole heart space just got tight and constricted. And I just, I, I had to leave like, because I can feel it like that. I can feel it like from watching a movie. If I start to watch a movie and it has a dark energy, I have to stop watching it. I can't be in big crowds of people. And so I'm the one, and I, this isn't for everybody, but I literally, I have, sometimes I have to use, I carry crystals on me in my pockets to, for negative energy. I take salt baths at night to wash things off of me. Like right before this, I was laying out in the grass. I have to ground, like that's how sensitive I am. But I'm so aware of it now that I can just, 
I just, I know, I know when I'm talking to somebody. And so what I do, what you just said, I imagine a purple um, sphere around me. So mm -hmm. before, I, before I go into, like if I know I'm going into a crowd, especially like if there's gonna be alcohol around, I'm super sensitive to that. So I just tell myself, I'm surrounding myself with a purple you know, sphere. This is to protect me, to keep all dark energies out. And it's crazy how much of a difference it makes when you intentionally set that for yourself. Mm. Yeah. I love that. I love the purple sphere. Yeah, the, my, purple, my purple bubble. Yeah, I use different colors because color is its own healing modality, right? It has its own energy. So depending on what I'm needing, I just put different colors, bubbles around me. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's another great thing, you know, when, when you're a youth, a younger person and you have that imagination, it's like an easy thing to put a bubble around you. And um, there's a Tao rainbow light ball, which is a really great visualization. It's this luminescent rainbow light ball that um, is part of the Taoist practice that you can put around you too. That's like really protective. I used to fly a lot for work and I don't like to fly actually. <laughs> and so um, when I did fly for work, I was always putting that rainbow light ball around me in the airplane to kind of manage the flow and the energy. So it wasn't so turbulent. And so that's another great thing you can do too. Yeah. I think, I mean, I said it and I think I was writing it in our, you know, post, but it's just like, uh, I think the kids are some of the most sensitive souls here right now. And that's why the youth mental health crisis is skyrocketing. I mean, obviously, um, 2020, 2021 didn't help, but it was already on the rise. And so one of the things that we teach, it's literally the foundation of what we teach is um, emotional processing. Because clearing your trauma in the moment, like, so you don't store it. If something happens to you in the moment, it's teaching kids like, okay, stop. Like what, notice what, what are you thinking? What's the thought running in your head? And so we walk them through this process that um, helps them to just take that feeling, identify it, sit with it. Is it mine? Like you said, is this my feeling or am I picking this up from somebody else or is this attached to an old story? And then, you know, being able to process the emotion. And then the most important thing I think is identifying your feeling, understanding like the cycle, how it goes through. But then what we also don't teach kids is how to ask for what they need. What do you need? Right? Do you need a do you need to talk to someone? Do you need to just go in your room and rest? Like they don't know what they need. Mm -hmm. And so what do they do? They get on social media. They, they just keep stuffing. And when we stuff, we're just storing like tra trauma after trauma. And trauma isn't, doesn't have to be like you saw something horrible happen or something horrible happened to you. It can be like a friend said, you know, oh, I don't like your shirt, or no, you can't come hang out with us. That's trauma. Mm -hmm. Feel good. Anything that doesn't feel good in that moment, if you don't process that feeling, you're sticking it in a filing cabinet. Mm -hmm. And when you've got your backpack full of that kind of stuff, you're going to be depressed. It's going to be heavy. Yeah. So, well, you know, we're all in trauma right now. Yes. What is happening 
with this global event (laughs) and the restrictions that come along with it, my kids, there's a couple of them that are really angry about what they have to do to cover their face and what they have to do with the restrictions at school. It is trauma. And so to your point, like trauma can be a lot of things and we're all in it right now together. And so you're taking that on as parents, as kids, it doesn't matter. We're all taking that trauma on and distracting ourselves from it. (laughs) And so this is a safe space for us to just say, listen, like this is not easy. This is hard. And it's impacting us emotionally. It's impacting kids. It's impacting parents. It's, it's hard to say, like, how do I say, well, I don't know that I buy into these restrictions, but we have to do it. You know, there's all these things you have to, to manage and juggle with your emotions and your integrity and all those things right now. I know. And it's crazy because it's like, at the end of the day, if you don't have your mental health or your physical health, what is the point? Like we're, what is the point of striving to do all this like online school and like all the, the pressure that these kids are under, my gosh, like if their mental health isn't intact, you, you, there's just, what is the point? And so that's, I always go back to, I feel like whenever I'm talking to anybody, I, it's always like, well, how are they emotionally? How are they mentally? How are they emotionally? How are they mentally? And it's just because I never, ask myself those questions and so you're just out in the world striving externally externally and I was amazed um you know like when you think back a year ago and like you were driving around after um everything first hit and it was like a ghost town right and everybody just wanted it to like go back to normal and then late most recently I was like wow it's been a year and now you're driving around and it's like everybody kind of has gone back, but now with all these restrictions. So it's almost like we learned how to cope, but did we? No, it's like we're just allowing it to happen to us instead of taking control of, you know, our own destiny, I guess, our own sovereignty and what what do we want? And I feel like the kids need to have a voice in this. They really do. I agree. And, and with that too, if, if there's any of you kids out there who want to share that are watching right now, we'd love to hear from you and, and parents too. I'd really love to hear how we can support you. You know what, what's hitting me even right now, like this is our opportunity to come together, like adults, kids, it doesn't matter. And really talk about this stuff together because it's not something we always like hit the pause button and say, how are you feeling? What do you need? What are you seeing? You know, what's happening? And so this is, I feel like this is part of what, you know, this, this particular show is all about is really being that pause button for you guys about what support you need, what you're feeling for us to just be open and honest about it. Yeah. And don't you think too, like, it's not always like, we can only, we have a different relationship with our kids. You know, they're, they're, your kids are your kids, but sometimes it's not the parent who's going to have that, where the kids are going to get that aha moment from. And so, you know, I just always am like, I just want to be a guide, a mentor, like that voice of reason, a trusted adult, a, 
you know, whatever, a cosmic coach, right? Like whatever you want to call me, like, because I am a parent too. So I understand, but maybe it's just not your, you know, how it's like when your kids finally say something that you've been telling them 20 times, but they heard it from somebody else once and it clicked. Mm -hmm. I've been saying that a million times, but that's, that's the point, right? Sometimes it just, it's a different perspective, but I also think, um, during this time, like obviously not little kids, they have different dependent needs, but like if you've got teenagers, if this is soul to soul, mm-hmm. let's start being on the same level because we really are all sharing the same struggles, you know? Yep, totally agree. And 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 things like, you know, the story that came to mind when I was thinking today about, you know, what I wanted to talk about with kids you know, one of the the things that happened is my nine-year-old came to me, this was probably last year, came to me in the morning and she said there was someone in her closet. And I said to her, I said, well, you know, who is it? And she was kind of shocked. I asked who it was instead of just saying, oh, don't worry about, you know, because I have a very different view point on what that all is about. And so she was kind of surprised and so we went into the her room and you know i explained to her i said you know you can always ask them to leave if they're bothering you they can't you know we're senior in our space and they can't bother you and so she told him to leave and the energy left and it was like one of the those moments where it just hit me it was like you know if you don't have that acceptance or as a parent you don't know how to talk about it like I want to help everyone know how to talk about it because Mm -hmm. these children, like the star seeds coming onto our planet, like all of you guys who are sensitive out there, like it's just amping up and we're going to see and feel things that, and have encounters that we probably never did even as adults um, as the energy continues to shift in this, this ascension cycle continues on. And so you know, I want to help you guys too, like how to understand, like, you don't have to put up with a bunch of spirits bothering you. In fact, I have many a conversation of like, you guys need to leave me alone right now, because I really do just need to sleep or I might be trying to do something and it's like enough already. Um, And that's a real thing. Like, that's a real thing you have to deal with is just turn the energy down. Like you, you can ask them to back up, Um, you know, and I think it's important to know that whether you're a kid or an adult, it's important to know that information. Yeah, I had an experience. So I don't see like you do. um, But I had an experience one time I was at Whole Foods. And I mean, I knew enough at this point. And this guy um, came over and he was talking to me and I immediately felt there was something like off and and dark because I feel that I'm just so sensitive to that. And he started to talk to me and tell me the story. And I, I just was really uncomfortable. And so in my head, I said, please go away. I don't want you to talk to me anymore. Like I can feel your energy and I need to ask you to leave. And I'm saying this in my head, not out loud, but he stumbled like his, he was, he was in the middle of a story and he stopped and it was like, he forgot. And it was the first time I, I think I had read about it and it was the first time I actually tried it. And it was like, so again, with my intention, 
I said, please leave. Like, I don't, I'm uncomfortable and I need you to get out of my sovereign space. And he was like, forgot what he was talking about, turned around and walked away. Wow. So, so powerful. Very powerful. So that's the thing though, is we don't know this. Nobody ever tells you that you have that power. Just like, um, also, you know, like right now the energy is so intense, right? All these kind of shifts and people have no idea what's going on. And I talk to people that, and they're like, oh my God, I'm so exhausted. I don't know what's going on. Or I feel like I'm just having these emotional breakdowns and without going into the whole story of what's happening, it's like, it's a shift. The energy is shifting and no one knows what that is. Like the human resonance and how that really impacts your body. Mm -hmm. It's huge. It can impact you mentally, physically, on so many different levels, depending on, you know, what, what's going on in you. So it's just like, we've got to start talking about that and teaching people about that. Mm -hmm. So true. So true. Well, and, and for some reason, when you're talking too, I'm thinking the creative part, right? Like they're the, not just understanding the energy, but being able to work with it, being yeah. able to create with it. Um, and I think that that's a real, I think part of, and, and tell me what you think, Kristen, because I know you have a lot of education in this area, but it, it's my understanding energetically when I read someone who's depressed and I look at their energy field. So their auric field, if you're depressed, your auric field is usually very blue, but it's a very dull, foggy, thick blue. It's not like a bright throat chakra blue. It's like dull and thick and heavy. And it's lacking what what balances blue, right? The orange, right? The creative forces. And what I feel is a lot of times for for folks struggling with depression is is they're not their sacral chakra and their creative flow and that divine feminine shakti is not coming out. So sometimes just coloring in a coloring book or doing something creative, and I think, engaging that creativity also engages source itself inside the body and brings it through and it can really be powerful. Oh my gosh. It's so, I love that you said that. I never thought of it like the opposite on the color spectrum, but what you just said, when I, again, when I went through my massive awakening, this um, friend of mine referred me to a pranic healer and um, he was amazing. He is amazing. So I met with him and he gave me an orange crystal. Like, mm. the first one that they, he, so he grew up, um, he went through, um, uh, he was a Buddhist monk for a while too. Mm. So he gives me this giant orange crystal and he said exactly that, that my, my, my or it, that chakra was blocked and I needed to work with my creativity. Mm -hmm. And it's exactly. I mean, so I worked with that for a while and then I, you know, it was a couple months later I saw him again and then we, he gave me a red crystal. We worked with my heart chakra. So there's so much truth to that. Um, yeah. I mean, understanding the chakras, understanding colors, how to work with those blockages. I actually went to the emergency room twice because I thought I was having a heart attack, mm. but it was, energy was stuck in my heart chakra because of the grief and the pain and um, all that was stuck so that it was trying to push up and it couldn't, couldn't. So it was manifesting like I was having a heart attack. It felt like I had elephants on my chest. So yeah. this is just learning and teaching kids like how to 
how to feel in their body. Like when you feel sad or anxious, where do you feel it? Some people it's the gut, right? Yeah. Other people like their head just feel, they get a headache or, but once you can understand like where is that in your body, you can start to work those emotions out of there. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's that programming. I mean, to go even further and I don't think controversial, but a little on the risky side here. But what I'll say is your sacral chakra is your sexuality. Your mm -hmm. kundalini comes from that space. That's your creative flow. And so if you're suffering with depression and you're struggling, that creative piece, part of this comes from the program, the sexual programming that's happening across the board. So, yeah. you know, if you're struggling in that area, whether you're, no matter what age you are, if you're struggling with depression, you can open up that creativity. Sometimes when you open that up, it opens up that sexual trauma. It opens up what you've seen, heard, experienced, felt, been programmed by the TV show you watch, the YouTube channel you're watching that's, that's created these layers that are repressing and shaming your sexuality and shaming your ability to be a woman. And so it's so powerful to work with that energy and to blow it open. And, you know, I probably don't talk about it enough. I've actually felt a real prompt from the universe to talk about it more, which is probably why I'm babbling about it right now. But part of Buddhist biohacker, this blue and the or blue, whew, that flew out of my mouth, the pink and the gold and all those things. That is my own like expansion of this divine feminine energy that's just blowing through me. And that came through doing that deep work, doing yeah. work, in sexual trauma, doing work on my creative energy, all of the filmmaking and the creativity came and it's released that depression. And that comes from being gifted. Yeah. So for every one of you who feels things, who knows things, that depression is coming from years and lifetimes of being killed, tortured, abused, and told that you could not have a voice, that you should not be who you are, that it is not okay to be a woman, it is not okay to be a healer. And you are actually blowing out thousands of people's karma by clearing out that space and being creative and bringing that orange light to your face and releasing the depression energy. It doesn't come from taking synthetics. Yeah. It comes from the creative force within you. God source itself. It's my tangent. <laughs> well, and so back to the whole creative thing at, at what point, I mean, I know for me, when I was in elementary school, we still had gym class and music class and art class. And it was a full class. Even, you know, every day you got to go to those things. And then as time went on, and I don't, I can't even imagine what it is now, like a blip, if anything, it all got baked out of the school curriculum. You know, now it's like an elective or you play after school sports you know, or some sort of after school activity, you don't have the, um, it's not in the school curriculum anymore. So that creativity is being stopped um, much sooner, you know, and, and then the kids are just following the standardization of education. Yeah, uh, so true. Your, your music, like it's yeah, not like, uh oh, I froze, I think. Did I? 
Yeah, you look frozen. Yeah. I feel like I'm still moving. <laughs> you are. It's. I think it's probably my internet. I'm getting a little notification that it might be my internet, but can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, no. Okay. All I was saying is even music and art, it's like not something that's at the forefront anymore like it was when we were kids. It's It's like not as important or not required or not part of your school journey you know, um one of the things that i'm hearing a lot because we work with a, um, a youth sports organization so we get on a lot of calls with um, coaches for youth sports and they're it's crazy because we always start out thinking we're talking about the return to youth sports and like the safety and then and, and then I always, whenever I say anything about the emotional and mental, the coaches immediately are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe how much I'm seeing my um, players that are returning struggling. And it's be and so we start talking about it and it seems to be change. They don't know how to cope with change. So if you look at what our society is doing and even, you know, parents, like we don't know, like I remember hearing, Oh, keep your kids in sports because then they'll stay out of trouble. So you start signing them up for all these things and they're going, 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 you know, until nine o'clock at night. And um, then all of a sudden it gets removed and they don't know what to do. They don't have their, that struck, I guess, structure or that program stopped running, right? So now they don't know how to deal with the change and that's not helping the depression and the lack of connection with their friends. Like there's just so many things that go into it. So um, what I always work with with, our, with, our, with the kids is like when you ask kids, what sets your soul on fire? They, a lot of times they don't know, or what, what motivates you? What inspires you? You know, you ask these curious questions. They don't know. They don't know. They're just running. They're just doing what they think they should be doing instead of what they want to be doing. Mm -hmm. So like, how do we start to really like cultivate their creative gifts that you see at an early age? You know, if your kid's introverted extroverted are they more creative and artistic or are they more they function better in the physical world or, you know like you, you these are things that we can start to define and then help them learn through those creative pathways mm -hmm. totally agree totally agree yeah i want to take some time because an hour goes fast in here, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm like, it's crazy how fast time goes, but I want to take some time with the time that we have left for you to share about Noble One, because this is our first show, and share how you guys support um, the conscious youth and parents also, and what all you have going on, because I think it's important to share with everyone that information. Yeah, yeah, thank you for letting us talk about that. I think... So we can do one-on-one -on -one coaching. Obviously, that's amazing if you have a kid that you feel like responds to that. Um, and the reason why we approached it from coaching, because we could have gone, you know, oh, let's go back to school and be therapists. But we really wanted to be different. We wanted an alternative approach. That word therapy is so scary and mental health is so scary. But it's like, 
I really feel like at the foundation, it's, it's what we do is prevention education. So like I said, if I can teach kids just the core about, okay, what are you feeling right now? What's the story that you're telling yourself in your head? What is the dominant thoughts that, you know, keep reoccurring in your head? And we can clear that out. We can get control of their consciousness or mindfulness, whatever you want to call it, with, with tools and coping mechanisms. From there, once they're aware of it, now we can start to teach them, like you said before, intentional creation, right? How can they start creating their reality? But you can't do that if you're still carrying trauma and dense emotions. So that's the main thing that we do is we coach and we teach about preventative education. Preventative is social, it's emotional, it's mental, it's spiritual, and it's physical. If you can find balance in all of those areas, you know, that is going to be so empowering for these kids. So one-on-one -on -one coaching groups, small groups, um, we always include the parent because it's really important that whatever we teach the kids, the parent has to be on board, right? And I'm just going to say it because I know there's parents listening, but the apple fell from the tree. So <laughs> whatever patterns you brought in from your parents and their parents and the systems and the beliefs and whatever it is, um, that's what your kids were taught too. So now we're changing all of this and it's okay to accept each other for our differences, but you know, we include the parents because they need to be on board and um, public speaking. That's probably my favorite thing to do. I love to just, I think it's my whole career was in sales and business development. So I'm really comfortable in a, in groups of people. I'm comfortable with people in general, but um, I don't know. I, I, I think groups, I'd love to, once things open up more, even if they're not, I mean, I'm okay going places now, but I want to be in front of big groups of people, schools, auditoriums, you know, giving this message about, um, you know, this, this raising consciousness and how do we help kids be on their noble path? It's their path. It's not the parent's path. It's not the teacher's path. It's not the coach's path. It's theirs. We literally all came here as individual souls to have our own experience, right? So we have we have our family. And a lot of time I think the family is there to help you work out your karma. So um yeah so that and then um we are right now we're building some online programs which will launch really soon. So we'll have um kind of like um so if you can't do the one-on-one -on -one coaching, you can sign up for a membership or you'll be able to do these online um, courses. And it'll be, they'll basically be launched kind of systematically. So it'll first introduce the Noble One Processing Method. And then from there, we'll go into like the power of thoughts, the power of beliefs. So um, we're, we're doing a lot of that right now too, developing courses. And like you and I talked about, I think it's just time to get out here on video with YouTube and just just more live messaging. You know, you can only write so much and post so much on social media. It just doesn't have the impact as like speaking in front of people does. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's amazing work you're doing. Sorry, I totally 
during the middle of it. Um, but it's amazing work you're doing. And Sid says, training a child to understand with the brain, but lead with the heart, it works. And she's so right. So right. So thank you for sharing. And um, some other fun things that, that we're doing in the community is we've partnered with Noble One on the Ajatakasha social media app. So if you yeah. haven't joined Ajatakasha yet, um, please do. It's awesome. And it's free to join, free to download. And it's um, committed to nonviolence. It's a beautiful, spiritual, like-minded community. And we actually have opened it up to ages 11 and up. So you guys can bring your kids in there and they can join each other. I think once they get started, I think they're going to go to town in there. So I really encourage you to invite your sensitive teens and your teens who want to be part of the spiritual path and are interested in, in all of these things. There's lots of good stuff in the app for all adults and kids. And then just so everybody knows, I actually am adding, I, I do a seeker circle twice a month, which is where I do live readings for the group. We do group meditation. It's really just a safe, sacred, special place. And I'm starting a teen edition once a month. And the first one is going to be this Saturday at 1 p.m. And this first one is open to parents and kids. So you guys can come with your child together and we're going to have an open discussion about what they want to know and what's going on and do some live readings um, for them as well. And this first one's going to be free. So look for the information. I'll be posting it tomorrow. And if you're not on my email list at lisamgunshore.com, get on there. There'll be an email tomorrow and really just want to invite all of you guys in and give you a forum and an opportunity to share what you're going through. So I'm really excited about it. I, I feel really grateful to you, Kristen, for us connecting because I feel like this is such a powerful movement. And I think, you know, it's going to be so supportive for all of us. I feel like, you know, again, when you're we're guided to the people that are supposed to, to teach you, right? Like I was laying in my bed and I got on Instagram and that's how I found a lot of the teachers, spiritual teachers that I started to learn from because it was resonant with me. So I feel like the, the kids will gravitate. The youth will gravitate. That's, that's why I'm here. I literally know it with every cell in my body that I'm here to lead them through this this process because it's not easy and um, they just need to know that they're not alone and and that there are safe spaces and places and people to talk to about what you know especially spiritual stuff things that might seem crazy or they don't feel comfortable talking to their parents mm -hmm. about like that's what we're here for there's literally no judgment we've all been through it it's like i just see into the eyes of kids and it's like, I just see myself in them, you know? It's like that, that innocent inner child and it doesn't matter like what choices they make, good or bad, where they're at on their path. Like we're all here to just like walk each other through this process together. I'm, I just, I love it. So yeah. And I'm excited for this. I, I kind of like am feeling, wouldn't it be fun to have like, we should get, if, if anybody is interested, we should get like some parents and kids on with us. I was so thinking the same thing. Yeah. I was so thinking yeah. that. So, yeah. 
almost like a like a round table and so they can kind of talk about their experiences and whether that's like how to help them navigate the conscious parent conscious child relationship or you know just talk about you know you know helping to kind of nurture the the creative side or the spiritual side or whatever that is like yeah, I think I just put my email, you guys, in the chat. So everybody who's watching, it's mail at lisamgunshore.com. Just shoot an email if you want to come on with your child or you want your child to come on or you want to come on or whatever. Just let me know because um, I feel that too, Kristen. I think it'd be nice to really connect um, and share live for those of you brave souls who want to. But you're always welcome to come and join the live chat if you don't want to be on camera too. I totally get that. So and especially boys, like let's get the boys in here. You know, I have <laughs> boys and I see their gifts, you know, but they always have to put up that tough front. But man, it's like one of my boys is just so super intuitive and like and if i think back when i was a mom i remember him just like sitting there like mm -hmm. taking it all in and you notice it from mm -hmm. the little and then the other one is just like you know the helper the always trying to help all the other people and you know it's it's and then, and then it compounds on him like i can see it it's like i want especially like these boys are just it's okay the girls at least are more open right to talking yeah. about and coming forward, but boy, let, let's get the boys in here too. Totally agree. Send them in. Yes, and thank you to everybody who's watching. And Gwen, thank you. She said she just joined the app. So welcome to the community. Um, it's such a beautiful, profound space. And Kristen, thank you so much to this. I think this is a great year together. Yeah, I can't wait. We'll just we'll uh we'll grow and we'll just we'll talk about whatever we whatever they want to talk about. I just love it. Me too. And thank you everybody who's watching. Hopefully I'm not frozen because I see my little internet thing again. <laughs> but thank you to everybody who's watching. And um did I freeze again? <laughs> A little bit, but I think you're back. Okay. Well, so much love to you, Christian. So much love to everybody out there. And um, we'll just, we'll see you guys soon. So look for information for Saturday's teen edition seeker circle. Again, I'm going to offer that free this Saturday so you can come try it out and we'll be here every month. Yeah. Come find me in the app because I'm doing the conscious kids and conscious parents in the app. So absolutely. Yeah. Join Let's Noble One. Yep. All, All right. right. We'll Bye, guys. You. Love you. Stay noble. Bye. <laughs>